Yo, remember yeah. back on the bully when cats used to harmonize yeah. like. Yeah. Yo, Check yo, my men and my women, don't forget about the dean. This is not the most the king. Yo, it's about a thing. Uh, yeah, feel yo. real good. Wait. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of 217 Sports Talk Podcast. Happy MLK Day, everybody, and thank you for joining us. I'm Ethan Parker, and I'm here with Ryan Butts, Evan Carnahan, and Ethan Hamrick. Mount Zion's going back to school tomorrow after being remote for pretty much a whole quarter. How do you guys mm-hmm. feel about that? Feel good. Feeling excited. I'm excited. Just not excited to wake back up. I agree. No, I agree that's, with that's that. What is. Just getting back into the groove and yeah. everything. I, like it's my senior year, so I want to go back to school, but it's just and learning online agree. sucks. Well, the thing though, you can do it whenever you want. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, wake up anytime, do that's anything a, that's you the want. Only when you're doing thing about it. All right, so we're just gonna jump straight into it. We're gonna talk. We're gonna recap the men's basketball Illinois versus Ohio State basketball game, where Ohio State won eighty-seven to eighty-one. What went wrong for Illinois? Uh, the main problem, pretty much, is just shooting. I mean. Mm-hmm. You have AO six for sixteen, Trent Frazier three for nine, Demonte one for four. That, I mean, is it? I mean, those are three players, and you're starting five shooting under fifty, under forty percent from the field. That's not going to win you games. Yeah, I also feel like Mount or Illinois needs to get a lot more easy points. We're struggling to shoot the ball, so why not take the free baskets in transition? Yeah, and I mean, we also couldn't guard the three. I mean, they shot over fifty percent from three point range in the game and you're not going to win many games when your opponent shoots over 50% from three and when they make 11 threes in a game I mean that's 33 points just from threes right there that's almost ha- or a little less than half their points from three points and you see Kofi I mean seven for seven fifth seven for seven 15 points he needs more than seven shots I mm-hmm. understand he's getting doubled in the majority of the game but you need to draw plays to get him the ball in the low post and score I mean he should have the ball about every half court set we're in probably every time we're in the half court he needs mm-hmm. the ball yeah, I we were just f- behind the whole time, and it was just not a good game for the Illini. And then we tried to come back, and when you thought we would come back, the refs didn't call a crucial out-of-bounds call, which would have gave us a chance. Yeah. I feel like it's been the story for Illinois all year. They have no urgency in the first or yeah first half of the game, and they come out in the second half, and they dug such a deep hole they can't get out of it. Mm-hmm. They just need to come out firing like they do in the second half. I mean, they probably use what – Coach Underwood probably yells at them at halftime every single game. They probably just need to use that energy from him at the beginning of the game, and that'll help them perform better throughout. Illinois' leading scorer was Io DeSumo with 22 points, and he had five assists and four rebounds. And then Ohio State's leading scorer was EJ Lindwell with 26 points, and he was 10 for 16 from field goals, field goal-wise, and he was four from seven for three. But the Illini do play tomorrow on Tuesday. They are going to be playing Penn State, who has not been doing well in conference play. They are 0 for 4. Last time the Illini played the Nitty Lions, Illini won 98-81. Will the Illini get an easy win against Penn State squad that's been struggling in conference play? I would hope so. Feels like a must win for Illinois. Yeah. Two straight losses. Got an easy opponent. Feel like you got to get a bounce back game and win this one. I agree. I mean, they're going to have such ver- they're going to have a sense of urgency, mm-hmm. which they probably wouldn't have if they're coming off a win streak. So I feel like they'll come out hot, and 
It'll be over by halftime, probably. Better be over by half halftime. It shouldn't. It should. We we shouldn't let them stick around. If we if we do, we'll northwestern them at least. Hopefully. <laughs> so we are now just going to go straight into the divisional round games that happened Saturday and Sunday. Rams versus Packers. Rams lost eighteen to thirty-two. Packers just dominated the whole game, and when you thought the Rams would have a chance in the second half, they didn't come through. Hammy, what do you have to say about the Rams season? Well, I say they're the most inconsistent team in the NFL. Jared Goff could either throw for 190 yards or 390. There's no in between. We'll beat the Seahawks in this, during the regular season, but then we'll follow that game up by losing to the Jets. There's just no consistency at all. No, no, you're right. That was that was the same way with the Bears, but the Bears would we knew we that we were going to lose majority of the time. <laughs> I feel like the Rams had a chance to win that game. I think it was honestly the worst game they played all season. Aaron Donald wasn't 100%. Our best receiver was out. We didn't capitalize on situations. I don't know. We had roughing the or unsportsmanlike conduct on a third and long. Mm-hmm. They scored a touchdown that drive. So I mean, there's multiple things we could have done. We just didn't do. I feel like the main issue for you guys is that you got behind. If you could have got a lead, and because they could not stop uh, Cam Akers, who had. 18 carries for 90 yards. If you could, were able to get out of the lead and then set the, and then control the clock, that's pretty much the only way you're going to stop the Packers. No one's been able to stop them all season. You're the best offense. The best, you have the best defense in the NFL. They still put up 30 easily. I mean, yeah, we are second half defense. We figured it out at halftime, but first half we got to can't let Rodgers score 25 points and a half and expect to win that game. Mm-hmm. So. The Rams defensive coordinator is now going to be the head coach of the Chargers. Do we think this is going to be the next Vic Fangio situation? Do you think Chargers will succeed under? I think this is a horrible hire. I think you got to go Brian Dable. And the fact that they didn't pick up Brian Dable, Bill's offense coordinator, who completely turned around Josh Allen's career. With Justin Herbert and Brian Dable, that would have, I mean, that can rival the Chiefs offense. Yeah. I don't think any defense coordinator can stop the Chiefs. And I feel like you just have to get a high-powered offense, which unless they get the right offense coordinator, they'll struggle to do. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff ended up going 20, 21 for 27 with 147 yards and a tutty. Aaron Rodgers went 23 for 36 with 296 yards and two tutties. Devontae Adams really wasn't involved, and people were really hyping up the Ramsey versus Devontae matchup. But who won the matchup? Jalen Ramsey. What were, what were the stats again? Like two ca- like I think it was four catches for 18, four, 14, four catches, 18 yards, and a touchdown. Thought it was 28 yards. Something. Something like that. But one of them was a one-yard motion back across yeah, the line I mean, four times yeah. and catch a one-yard touchdown. Everyone was saying Devontae got, won, the, won the battle, even though they had him running around the line all over the place. And how are you supposed to guard a one-yard flat on Devontae Adams if he's motioning around the field like crazy? There's also a legal motion on that play looking back at it. He was heading towards the – he wasn't heading straight across the line. He was moving at an angle. Was he? Yeah, but all right. I don't know if it was going to change much. <laughs> Now we are going to move on to the Ravens versus Bills games. The Ravens lost 3-17. to 17. The wind and weather was not cooperating with kickers out there. It, when we were watching the game, I just remember all of us hoping that they would, they would miss just, just to see other teams fail. And plus the, di- or the Dr. Pepper commercials where they sit down and they say, uh, what do they say, Evan? They say the... Well, they accuse somebody of jinxing the kicker. <laughs> by saying there's no way he misses, he's automatic, yeah, and then so, he misses. So you'd have Evan and I sit there with Dr. Peppers <laughs> and being saying he's automatic. It worked. It did work. 
where were the key turning points in this game? Well, I mean, the key turning point in the game is obviously the pick six, 101-yard pick six, and it basically just sealed the game because you're down two scores. And, I mean, when you're one-dimensional like the Ravens were that game, it's really hard to stop because, I mean, even the Bills were able to stop were able to stop Lamar Jackson in the run game. And if you can't pass, they can just load the box, and they basically have no shot. Well, here's Lamar Jackson's passing stats to the Ravens. 14 completions for 162 yards and one interception. To Bills defensive players, he's one reception for 101 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> That's pretty tough. I don't think you're going to win a game like that. Well, I mean, we all thought coming into this game there was going to be a lot of running the ball and a lot of good running the ball, especially on Baltimore's side. And, I mean, Gus Edwards only had 10 carries for 42 yards. I think Lamar had most of the rushing. But, I mean, the Bills, even though they were playing in 30-mile-an-hour wins, still managed to pass the ball 37 times. I think they only ran it like eight times. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Devin Singletary only had seven carries. And I don't know if – I mean, I think Josh Allen ran the ball once or twice. But other than that, then it was just kind of a weird game to watch with all the wind and all the bad passes and – I mean, to me, the X factor of the game is Stephon Diggs. Eight oh, yeah. Receptions, eight receptions, 100, 106 yards. And, I mean, the Ravens just don't have a wide receiver that can get open. Malcolm, or Hollywood Brown's just not that good. No, he's not that good at all. If they can get, like, a Allen Robinson, which we don't want to see lead the Bears, I think they have a shot at winning the Super Bowl. They but until to, they get a wide receiver one, they've got no shot. They needed to use utilize Mark Andrews a lot more in that game. Cause well, he I, wasn't active of the, in the game, I don't think. Mark Andrews he hasn't played. been. He hasn't been, or no. Mark Andrews. Yeah, Sorry, Mark I Andrews. Mark oh no, Mark no. Andrews. Yeah, Mark Andrews ran into the goal. Oh, you're, I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's who they needed to go to for most of well, it. Well, I think if Justin Tucker makes those kicks early, the Ravens have the lead and they can still continue to run the ball like they do best. And they have confidence. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. then they, got, they got down, lost on momentum. Oh yeah. Yeah, that wind was. Crazy. Lamar Jackson tried passing the ball, and we know how that goes. <laughs> and then Lamar got when Lamar got the concussion, all sense of hope just went out the door. Mean. And Huntley's a beast. Yeah. Well, Taylor. Tyler Hunt. Tyler Hunt. Tyler Huntley. Yeah. Tyler Huntley literally looked just like Lamar in the first play of the game, <laughs> scrambling for like 16 yards or 15 yards or something crazy like that. But the Bills fans, did you see this? The Bills fans started a GoFundMe for Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> for well, I think they donated to his charity, right? Yeah, they donate. They're donating to his charity and hoping that they get back to like, he gets back from his concussion sooner than later. Which, Bill, stay classy, <laughs> Bills Mafia. <laughs> All right, we are now going to move on to the to probably the best game. Oh of, yeah. The weekend, Browns versus Chiefs. Browns fell to the Chiefs, seventeen to twenty-two. We're gonna okay. We're, we're just gonna go straight into the Rashad Higgins fumble in the end zone touchback. First off, if you don't know, it was Rashad Higgins caught the ball and he was about to score on the one-yard line, and then Daniel Sorensen of the Chiefs collides with him. The ball comes loose and the ball goes back to the end of the end zone. Should have that been a targeting call on the helmet, and should it be a reviewable play? Uh, it should be reviewable, and yes, it was a targeting call. I mean, he leans with the helmet, helmet to helmet contact. There, it's textbook. It's Fifteen yards, his ball should be at the one yard line. Brown score, and they probably win the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. the score would have been Browns ten, Chiefs sixteen at that point, which that would have been a big momentum shift. Yeah. Well, they lost by five. Touched on six points. Think about it. And they ended mm-hmm. up getting three points yeah, afterwards. That, which they yeah. probably wouldn't have. The Chiefs did. Yeah. And so, it's just like, I feel like the touchback rule in general is silly. I mean, if the ball rolls out at the one-yard line, they get the ball at first and one. But if it rolls out of bounds, it's, it's the other team's ball. It seems like an extreme rule to me. Yeah. I saw something where this one guy on Twitter said they should change the rule to where 
the offensive team just goes back to the 20, which makes sense. It's the yeah. biggest penalty already if you go back to the 20. There's no point in saying you get that close and the ball rolls into the back of the end And it's zone. just unfortunate considering they review the play to see if when the ball went out and they're just looking at targeting. It's so clear to them on the review and they cannot change the rule, which to me just makes no sense. Yeah, I feel bad for Browns fans. They they were so close, and they definitely deserved to win that game. I say the Browns almost lost themselves the game. Well, they had the chance to drive or one drive, couldn't capitalize. They punted away, and Chiefs convert on a fourth down, win the game. Mm-hmm. And also, Nick Chubb had like their best player probably had four carries in the first half. Oh yeah, he didn't do well. I think he had I think he had like sixty one rushing yards in the third quarter, and had like eight all their other three quarters. Yeah. But in the, but in this but the big moment was when Patrick Mahomes stumbling, getting back up after a hit, and he ended up going into concussion protocol in the third. Then a 14-year veteran Chad Heaney comes into the game and throws an INT, which they could have possibly kicked a field goal there and gone up like three scores. Baker Mayfield then gets the ball back after the pick and leads his team down the field, including a clutch. Austin Hooper catch on fourth and two. Even though he had Kareem Hunt wide open on a wheel, he forced the ball to Austin Hooper, and he made an insane catch. But then Chad Heaney on third and 14, when he gets the ball back, QB scrambled for 13 yards. What did you guys think at that point of the game? Well, I figured they should have. I mean, honestly, I would have punted. Zero timeouts, a minute left. If your defense can stop from getting a touchdown, then you don't deserve to win the game. But obviously what they did was the right decision in hindsight. I mean, Mm mm-hmm. When also the Browns, they have such a slow pace of offense. They get, they're getting two, three downs to get 10 yards every time. Exactly. They have no deep threat, deep threat receiver. I mean, the fastest guy is probably Donovan, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Jones, and he's probably. really not even a speed guy. Yeah, no. And they were basically looking at Jarvis Landry pretty much the whole game. Yeah. And mm. he was their top target, which he should have been, maybe. The Joku caught a few balls here yeah. and there. But then on fourth and inches, Andy Reid believed in his 14-year vet and called a pass play when everyone thought he was, he was just trying to make him jump off sides. They get the first down, and they win the game. Chiefs will go on to play the Bills in the AFC Championship. Do you, what do you guys think about that play call, and what does that win tell us about Andy Reid and his team? Andy Reid's got some balls. I think time. it tells us that Andy Reid thinks that no one can guard Tyreek Hill, no matter what, which is probably <laughs> true. true. Which Yeah, it's probably true. And they should have been doubling him from the hindsight. They weren't. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, they have lethal weapons all over the field, but like out of the I don't know who said it, but someone on Fox Sports said, "You got if his name's a cheetah, you should double him." Which you should definitely do. Yeah, to me, you have to take away a backup quarterback's number one option, and you have to make him. If he checks down and makes a read and, and gets it to somebody else, you just live with that on fourth and inches. Oh yeah, you should definitely take away his number one option. All right, now we're gonna ne- go on to the last game: Bucks versus Saints. The Saints ended up losing this game, twenty to thirty. Tom Brady went 18 for 33, 199 yards and two tutties. Drew Brees, 19 for 37 or 34, 134 yards, one touchdown, and the three interceptions. Let's talk about the Jameis Winston flea flicker touchdown that they clearly stole from the Bears. How do you, Rhino and Evan, how do you guys feel about that? Well, I mean, I just don't know how the Bucks fall for it. I mean, you see it coming from a mile away. You see what's happening. You see the. You see the See Jameis Winston motion back. You see him get the ball. You know he's going deep. I don't know how you have a bust in coverage. Yeah, I don't know how you don't have at least one safety just drop back. I mean, even if he's in the middle of the field, he'll have enough time to react to it. Like, wherever that receiver is, he'll have enough time. Yeah. 
I mean, they I don't had know three how guys you can't. fooled. Because even when the Bears ran that play, there were defenders on him. He yeah. was just able to get behind him, and there was a perfect and ball. Mitch just and made it. He was a perfect throw, Mitch and then you know Javon Williams yeah. decided not to catch it. He got you know, the sun was in his eyes. But on this one, he was. I mean, their guy was wide open yeah. in the middle of the field, like in the middle of the field too. Which, I mean, there was no one within ten yards of him, so I don't really know how you fall for that that bad. But yeah, and then the last five drives for the Saints ended in a touchdown fumble. Punt, INT, INT. What was the Bucks' defense doing to confuse Brees and the Saints in the second half? I honestly think they were just pressing and making Drew Brees make hard, make it hard throws, in which he cannot do anymore. Make Brees throw them more than five yards. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you just if you just take his short routes away and he has to throw it on the field. Yeah, they also started jumping uh, Alvin Kamara's routes. Like, mm-hmm. uh, was it Levante David that made like a really crucial pick at the oh, yeah. toward the end of the game on Kamara and. I mean, there was just not a lot of offense in the game in general. I mean, Tom Brady only threw for 200 yards, and Drew Brees only threw for 134. It was special teams and defense, pretty much. Yeah, there was the, a lot uh, of defense on the Buccaneers side. I felt side. bad for the Saints punt returner. He had two really good returns, but the last one, which was, would have been a touchdown, it was a holding call. Mm-hmm. And so it was pretty much defense and special teams. Alvin Kamara, he did have 18 carries for 85 yards, but it just felt like it, he wasn't there because mm-hmm. Drew Brees had to throw it more than often. And you do not want to have that happen if you were the Saints. That's definitely not the game plan. And there is talk that this is Drew Brees' last game. What do you do? You think that number nine will be back in the season? Uh, I think Jared Glazer already reported that it's, he's done. Yeah, I think he said he reported before the game that this is his last season. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think James Winston should have started that game. If, if we're if take history aside, if just measuring quarterbacks without bias, James Winston. Because what do you what is your what is your argument? J- James Winston is makes dumb decisions. Drew Brees threw three picks. He has more arm talent than he already, and he has more arm talent already than Drew Brees has. I would start James Winston at this point if I was the Saints. I think it was more of just like getting experience before you send him out there. They don't have James Winston go out there. He's th- I mean he's thrown a five thousand. He has had a five thousand yard season. Yeah, yeah, but he hasn't done much also, this season. Like, well, yeah, if you're I, the is backup, he prepared it, to come into a playoff game and a I really mean backups prepare every week. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm I know sure that, he's ready. If it, I just think if they have Taysom Hill ready every week, they yeah. don't have Jameis Winston every week. Yeah, do you guys think Taysom Hill being out oh, was yeah. a huge factor? In, sure. I mean, oh, I definitely oh, yeah. think so. Let's that's just goal line offense. Well, Taysom I mean, Hill. it's yeah, just and like, third down, big third downs. They bring in Taysom yeah. every single time. Yeah, you you want to get Breeze off the field as much as you can, mm-hmm. even though he's your QB one. It's also just something else you have to prepare for, and that's just another thing that's going through the defense's head to try to confuse them. And that's the whole point of an offense is to try to confuse the defense. And without having Taysom Hill. That just eliminates all of that. There's nothing you can do. Agreed. Do you think the Saints will be picking a QB in a, in the dra- in a draft future? No. They have two I, QBs on the roster yeah. right now. They're in love with Taysom Hill. So. That can both play a game. Mm-hmm. All right, sweet. Did you guys see the video? At the, in, at the end of the game, Tom Brady started talking to Drew Brees, and Drew, Tom Brady threw some TD dots to Drew Brees' kid. It was a real wholesome moment. And Did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Greatness recognizes greatness. Yeah, it was funny because the post game interview was Tom Brady. He re- he really didn't like m- want to talk about Drew Brees' retirement as much. But then at the end, when he started hugging and all and talking to his wife and the kids, it was really it was just really cool. I think Brady's secretly excited. He knows he gets all the records now. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is true. But like when Drew Brees was walking off the field, I I felt like was it Fox? Fox made it so dramatic, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, this is not the way you want to go off and. Yeah, he should have not have stayed that long, but he's done so much for the city of New Orleans that you just you just got to respect the man. 
We're now going to talk a little about NBA news. Did James Harden lose 20 pounds? In an image of James Harden warming up earlier in the season in, a, in Houston, he looked extremely overweight for what he used to be. But recent images of him warming up in a, in a Nets uniform makes him look really good shape. Did James Harden put on fake pounds to make it easier for the Rockets to trade him? I wouldn't doubt it. I think a lot of it is the wardrobe, the outfit, or the clothes that he wore. I mean, that and the camera angle, most likely, because well, I don't know. There but was, when he takes off his warm up and he's yeah. on the court, he doesn't look that big. I don't know why people. I, well, I, it's, it's, just, it's the it's people that jokes. don't watch. It's just jokes. Well, I that, think his shoulders got like they're broader. Well, he probably's been lifting and like well, he's he had getting, private he's trainers. Been, he's getting bigger, but not camp. like fat. You know what I mean? Well, oh, most people when they warm up, they'll put on multiple shirts. Get well, yeah, sweat going. I, I know, but that was just a it was a funny trending thing going all over oh, yeah. the internet. James Harden ended up dropping 32 points, 14 assists, and 12 rebounds in his Nets debut. We are going to go on. We're going to have a little nice little draft going on here. We're going to have a fictional athlete draft. And here's here are the rules. Fictional athletes are from movies and TV shows only. It's a snake draft. So the athlete has to be playing a character. If the athlete is just his normal self in it, so for example... It can't be Michael Jordan in Space Jam because he's Michael Jordan. If he's playing a character, that's fine. So we are going to start with, here's the draft order. The draft order is going to go Ryan, Hammy, EP, then Evan. So with the first pick, Rhino's up, and it's any sport. All right, Rhino, take it away. Um, I'm going to have to go with, for my first pick, I'm going to go with Air Bud. With the versatility, played a, pr- played pretty much every single sport, and succeeded in all of them. So, Airbud's going to be my number one pick for that one. That, I I just think that's like, you could have taken him in a later round. I I think no, that's a fluke bust. first pick. That's bust. the that's hey. definitely a fluke. For, that's the Anthony Bennett type <laughs> deal right there. <laughs> hey, I'm going for the versatility here. All right, so, Hammy, you are up. And the obvious pick, and what should have been the first overall pick, I'm taking Rocky Balboa. Good pick, good pick. Yeah, it's a good pick. Yeah. I, he never gives up. He was he was on my list as well, as pretty much as everybody else's. All right, now it's my pick. Mm-hmm. My pick, man, this is this is hard because there's just so many people I like. But I'm going to pick Bobby Boucher from Waterboy. That's a good, good one. Pick. It's a really pick. good one. Like, he's just he, he's just a bulldozer. I mean, when there's right. high-quality H2O, uh, oh, H2O on the line, <laughs> I mean, he, he goes into beast mode. You can't stop him. Uh, for my first pick, I'm going to go Benny the Jet Rodriguez. That's a really good one. He's on my list, too. Should, are we doing snake? Should it's I go? a snake draft, so you yeah, go back you go. again. Back, okay. back. back to back. I'm going to go Shooter McGavin. All right. Shooter McGavin that right. early? Respect. He's I respect. Mean, he, yeah. You gotta respect his game. Like I mean, he had he's a, solid. He, he's solid. He gave Happy Gilmore a run for his money. Consistent. I mean. So I am now. I'm gonna select. Forrest Gump from Forrest Gump. It's a good one. Yeah. Literally, you can't tackle. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally ran across the whole country. All right, Hammy, you're up. Um, I'm going Neon Badeau. He's played by Shaquille O'Neal in Blue Chips. Oh, I know. I saw. I saw that. That's a good pick. Um, all right, so I got two picks, right? Yes, you do. So I'm going to go with Gus from Benchwarmers. I mean, I'm pretty sure he hit a home oh. run every single time he mm-hmm. was up to bat, and I'm pretty sure he struck every single kid that he pitched to. 
and he got him out. Yeah, that's a good pick. You really so don't want the guy with the helmet? No. <laughs> Not yet. Hey, that's, hey, that's, that, hey, that's coming later. That's coming later. He's a wild card. Later. Yeah. He's, he's, well, a lo- he's a locker room guy. He's a sleeper. Yeah. He's a sleeper. Yeah, he's a sleeper. Uh, and then my uh, my next pick is going to be Uncle Drew. Played Dang. by Kyrie That was Irving. a good pick. I was trying to steal him later. Yeah. No, I got him. All right. Uh, I'm going to pick Peter LaFleur from Dodgeball. Oh, dodge. no. I had him on If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Dang it. That was a good pick. I'm going to go Cheeseburger Eddie, played by Bro, Terry. are you kidding me? <laughs> I was my next pick. Played by Terry Crews in the, in the movie The Longest Yard. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right. I'm going to go with, I mean, I don't know how you mess this up. Carlos Benchwarmers. Oh, I mean. I'm 12. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good one, but. I mean, I still think, uh, hey, he was intoxicated for most of it. You can't play under the influence. All right, then you, have, then you have another big back to back. Uh, right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Ivan Drago. Mm. Mm. He, like he's just one. a wall. Yeah. Yeah. He's literally killed somebody. In the I already have Rocky, so who's winning that one? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my pick. I got a. Man, this is so hard. Deacon Moss, longest yard. Might as well go back to back longest yard. Mm. Played by so Randy Moss. No, are you thinking of um, who? Who was it played by? He's the big one. He's an Michael actual, Irvin. He was played by Michael yeah. Irvin. <laughs> Such a good pick. All right, I'm gonna pick Daniel Russo, Danielson, their karate kid. Mm. Yeah, I like that one. Um, for my next two picks, I'm going to go with uh, Ham Porter from uh, nice. the Sandlot. I like that one. Versatile. And then I'm also going to go with uh, uh, Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn oh, from uh, Major League. That's my next pick. Yeah. All right. The Closer. Closer. Wild Thing. Since you took Wild Thing, I'm going to go with Willie Mays Hayes. Mm-hmm. So I hate you. Pick. Why would you do that? I, I know. I hate you. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's your fault. It's your fault. <laughs> if you didn't take cheeseburger Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. I mean. I did, I did take cheeseburger Eddie. I am going to take, was my next pick, I'm going to take Jim Halpert from The Office, I basketball like player. One. I like that, that Oh, that is, oh, okay. I like that one <laughs> Okay. That does not count. Much. Yes, it yeah, does. It does. Hey, I'm a basketball player for one may, episode. I may or may not have somebody from The Office on uh, my team. Are, are, <laughs> I like that pick. I, are, like, are, I, not, I, I like that pick. Move on, move on. He went he crazy. He dropped. He dropped he, so much. You know he what? went crazy. Fine. He dropped Roy off. Doing this. Yeah, he dropped. Offer Pam. Offer Pam. Offer Pam. You have a new pick. You can't change your pick. You can't change your pick. No, I mean, pick now. I mean oh. now. I'm okay. Oh, okay. 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 Sorry. Sorry. Troy Barnes community. Okay, I like that. Troy Barnes community. I mean, he never actually played football in one of the episodes though. Oh, he went to practice. Are you kidding me? You're a football. He player. went to practice. Okay. It's in your blood. That's racist. You remember that? Back to back. He played football. Are you kidding me? More than Jim Halpert. Got him back to back. Back to back. Back to back. I'm gonna go with. Turley, the longest yard, the very large Native American. Okay, I like that. Oh, <laughs> Turley! Wait, wait, wait. Who, who's the uh, who's the kicker's name on, on the longest yard? Hey, what's his? No, I'm not telling you. <laughs> All right, you Me looking up. it up. I'm up. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Ronnie Sunshine Bass from Remember the Titans. QB. Dang, dude. QB one. I was gonna take that. It's whatever. My next pick, I think, is very disrespectful. He's even fell this far. Happy Gilmore. Oh, no. Oh, there, there's so many people that I mean, he's a He's a multi-sport athlete. Multi-sport. I mean. No, hey, that's Shooter McGavin. 
Is it not? No, no. no. The, is it not the same person? No. Oh, I'm dumb. Shooter McGavin's Shooter the, McGavin's oh, the, the, the villain. Oh, yeah, you're, right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I don't... Right. It's been a while. On, it's man. been a while since I've watched McGavin. the movie. How do you not know the difference? It's my fault, all right? How would they be... It's been a minute. He, Happy Gilmore shows him up. Either way. Um, and gets a girl. I'm going to take uh, Lola Bunny. <laughs> Just because. Uh, all right. No, Scott, you're the only one laughing. All right. Uh, and then a too early in my after point. that, I'm gonna take uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take uh, Massimo from Kicking and Screaming. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the kid actually carried the team to a championship. Honestly, you, all right. Honestly, my, if you have back-to-back picks, what you should have took both Italians. Take, take both the both the you Italians. Took both the Italians. No, they carried right. the whole team. Oh, uh, with right. my pick, I'm gonna take Jimmy Chitwood, Hoosier. Okay. Limited range. Okay. Okay. Unlimited range. My next pick. It's going to be, man, this is hard. Did anybody pick Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights yet? No. Nope. Oh, oh, give me Ricky Bobby. All NASCAR. All yours. Good pick. Good pick. <laughs> Thank you. you. You're not if you're in first or last. <laughs> I like the mentality. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. I mean, he's an NFL player, Paul Crew. I got to go with him. Oh, NFL yeah. quarterback. Okay. NFL quarterback. I like that one. And then, I mean, Apollo Creed. Hmm. I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. I am then going to take, what's my next pick? I'm going to take Pedro Serrano. Dang it, dude. I was Major saving League. him. Except, I was, he, except he really can't hit a curveball. doesn't matter. He hits 500-foot nukes off fastball. <laughs> Give me Pedro Serrano from Dang Major it. League. All right. So um, I'm going to get the bake to Ricky Bobby Shake. Cal Naughton <laughs> Jr. <laughs> For real? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So I'm going to go with uh, Troy Bolton from High School Musical. <laughs> you haven't this even seen it. High School Musical. <laughs> hey, I don't care. It's no, my pick. Honestly, that's such a great pick. Hey. Now you, you can sing and dance. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can barely. No, he can exactly. sing, dance, and hooper. play basketball He's all at the same time. Exactly. Um, I can play, play basketball one time. He went D1. And then I'm going to go with uh, Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Lightning McQueen, honestly, I guess not bad. Hey, honestly, should we allow that? I mean, Lightning McQueen. No, I don't fine, think. Fine, whatever. Fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Sorry, I'll pick somebody else. Um, Lightning McQueen. Oh yeah, I want. Uh, um, this is oh Louis Louis Elastic, the big dude from Remember the Titans, the yeah. absolute unit. He's saying, uh, ain't no yeah, mountain singer. high <laughs> enough. I'm going with a sleeper pick. The best Quidditch player in Hogwarts. <laughs> Harry Potter. Go to Harry Potter. You're about really? to make, he went that you're far. About to make me take Victor, you're about to make me take Victor Crumb. You're about to make me take Victor Crumb right now. You really went that far with it. Best Quidditch respect. player in Hogwarts. Respect. I respect that. All right. Is it my pick? And we, and we all have two more picks, right? I have yes. one. Oh, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're in our Me final. EP have two more picks. Yeah. yeah. I have two guys I really want to pick. I got one. Uh, This is hard between two really good players. I'm going to take Jackie Moon from Semi-Pro. Will Ferrell. I feel like mm-hmm. my, my whole team right now is Adam Sandler and Will Ferrell, but, you know, I'm going <laughs> with that vibe. It's not bad. I like it. Yeah, the current hand with back-to-back. I'm going to go with Brucey, who is the... The Mexican. From, <laughs> that's that's from, his name. Hey, Brucey. From the longest yard. And then I'm going to go with 
I don't even know how to pronounce it. Henry Rowan Gardner. Oh, from, uh, from rookie, rookie, rookie of the rookie year. Rookie of the year. The, cannon. the Cubs. Literal cannon. All right, you with your last pick. Who are you taking? This is hard because there's so many people like Jesus Shuttleworth. You have Joe Keenman from the game plan. I'm going to I'm going to take You got to take Joe Keenman. <laughs> I want I want to take Joe Keenman, but if I'm going and Will Smith from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but I'm going to take Earl Meggett from the longest yard. Literally the best running back I've ever seen. Oh my gosh! Literally bulldozed. Didn't wear everywhere. shoes, right? Didn't wear <laughs> shoes. He literally didn't have shoes. They had, a, they had a smu- cheeseburger. Eddie had to smuggle in some shoes for him. And a birthday cake. <laughs> I don't know how this guy t- fell to the last round. The best athlete in bikini bottom, Larry the Lobster. <laughs> literally powerlifting. You can literally do any everything in anything. All right. So the last pick of the draft. I've been saving him because I knew none of you guys were going to take him. I'm going to go with Beyond Sun from kicking and screaming the little asian dude that they I, make the mega man with i have so much respect for that pick Byung song Byung song all right so that is gonna that's the includes our first draft and the fictional athlete draft thank you guys for tuning in and unless there's anything else you guys want to say anything else anything else i just like to give an honorable mention to john of utah from point break <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. goodness there, there, there's so many people i could have oh, yeah. chose like uh Petey Jones from Remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. R- Rashad Hot Hands from Little Giants. <laughs> he had the glue on his hands, was it? And then, uh, yeah, there's there's so many. Michael other. Scott. He was on my list. No. Basketball? Oh, yeah. Uh, he was he, a very he, good basketball no, he, player. No, he, was he was the best basketball player out there. He was a leader. He was, he <laughs> was a leader. He was a shooter from The Office. Oh, it's... Uh, Dwight went crazy. No, it's... <laughs> oh, it's... Big uh, guy. I can't think of his name. No, it's... Uh, Stan, oh, Stan, Kevin. Not Stanley. Kevin. 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 Yeah, Kevin. Kevin, the the af- after the show, yeah. just started draining all the threes. And yeah. so did... Uh, and Stanley. And... Did you guys know that was, like, not Stanley's supposed to be, like, filmed? Oh, yeah, like, he know. just did it on his own. They just started filming. because he's just a baller. Brian yeah. Bumgarner. It's just... Yeah, it's a baller. You also, also could have picked Roy Hobbs. Honestly, Phyllis. Yeah. Phyllis was good, too. <laughs> the cheerleader. No, but she could play. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But that's that's going to end our episode here. Thank you guys for tuning in today, and we'll be back soon. Mm